there, and welcome to the show. It's Sean and Elliot Read the Bible, Season 2, Episode 2, presented to you uh, by Bible Corp. We are the official podcast of the Holy Bible, and here is Sean McLaughlin. Hi. <laughs> was there something I was meant to say? Just, well, welcome. Just hi and welcome, yeah. Hi, welcome. welcome. Yeah. Yeah. And me, Elliot Fallows. Hello. How are you, Elliot? I'm very well, thank you. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Yeah. Excited for this. Yeah, it's going to be, be a good one, this one, listeners. Yeah. The Book of Kings. We've got a lot of things to talk about in our lives. Got a lot of things to talk about in the lives of the people of Israel. Oh, yeah. Um, we've got some decaf coffee on the go. Oh, yeah. And um, Elliot's wearing socks. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> See you in a bit. And so we begin proper. Hey, Shawno, how are you cracking? Yeah. Was you, sorry, are you talking to me? Yeah. You've never spoken like that before. Okay. Whenever you attempt to be casual, it really has the opposite. <laughs> it gives off the opposite vibe. I hope you know that. Word, dog. What have you been up Where? to? Where? <laughs> Where's the word, dog? Where's the word, dog? I love him. Yeah. He shouts me out if I use rough, rough, rough <laughs> punctuation. Fuck you. Do you know how to show dominance over a dog? How? You have to tickle its taint. Its taint? Taint. What's a what's a taint? In between the uh, butt and the foof. Uh, I'm good, thanks, Elliot. It doesn't sound it. <laughs> you sound miserable. You sound like you're being forced to do this. Uh, no, I'm not being forced to do this. Uh, Bible Corp are good people and it's a voluntary thing and I'm allowed to leave at any point. Exactly. So seem more enthusiastic. What are yeah. you up to? How are you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. and do please do sign our petition to stop the government from interfering with them in Devonshire. Yes, please. Uh, that. Um, I'm alright I'm stressed out as I told you before I'm stressed out I've had a lot on my plate I've had a lot of writing I've had a lot of gigging um, might be moving flat oh yeah hopefully that will come off but I just don't like it I have to send bank statements I have to, I don't I don't want that oh you don't want someone seeing what you do they see what you buy they saw right this is what <laughs> I edited out because all they care about is how much is going in. Oh, so what you edited out of the statement? You're like, yes, so I blacked out. Yeah. What I did was I blacked out. Uh, and then I <laughs> and woke then the up again. Morning, ah! Yes, we're back, baby! <laughs> um, I blacked out all of my outgoings in terms of amounts and the amount that was in my current account at any given time, because okay. it's irrelevant. Oh, really? So, so what oh, they, do they, uh, they only want to know what's going in? Well, maybe, but I mean, I don't think they have any reason to know to care you know how much i've got so someone's going through your finances but you don't think it's important they know how much you have or how much you spend all they care is they need proof that i earn an amount of money okay um and it turns out that just telling a woman that you have a podcast about the bible is not enough to convince a landlord (laughs) i have a podcast about the bible give me the keys especially if that woman's got nothing to do with the transaction (laughs) <laughs> what? What? Why are you so nervous about people looking at your finances? Because I spend money bad. What on? I don't want to go into it. No, go on. No, it's bad. Go on. <sighs> there's a there's a lot of like West Cornwall pasty company transactions, like more than I think. I would be surprised if there's anyone in this country who spends more money on at the West Cornwall pasty company than me. Really? I would genuinely be surprised, and I don't even eat meat. Yeah, I was going to say. I don't that. even eat meat. <laughs> is, is they, I eat the veggie pasties or the or the wedges, and I don't like the wedges. 
Wow. But it, I, what can I say? I like. I like. Are you scared they'll be like, "Are you okay? Are you?" Well, I don't know. I mean, I really. There's a very real chance that I could not get this flat because of the of the amount I spent on pasties. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So that's stressing me out. You said it had a garden. Yeah, it does have a garden. For what? Well, that's a damn good question, isn't it? Because I don't give a shit. My girlfriend's like, oh, it's great. We can... It's like people say that, oh, we can have a barbecue. But I just don't... You have a barbecue for a few hours a year. But why would you have a barbecue when you've got a kitchen? It's like, just... what I, I don't understand. Barbecues are one of those things that the, the appeal is gone for I, me. I realised last year when we had a barbecue that the point of a barbecue is so that other people have something to do at the weekend. Because it's like, if you say you're going to someone else's house for a barbecue, it's like a nice, cool thing. It's like, oh, that's quite nice. Go yeah, for yeah, barbecue. yeah, yeah. But like, I don't want to have a barbecue. I don't want to do it. I shouldn't be responsible for other people's time out. I just think barbecues are... are I, think, I think they're just a really strange thing because there must be more than the food. Because you can't just go, what, what, are, you, what are you doing this weekend? Mm. I'm buying a crate of beer. Because my friend is making me hot dogs at 2pm. Outside. Outside. On, on like a dirty box. <laughs> In England. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to rain. It's just, we're all thick, aren't we? Like, we always come back to this. Yeah, I know. The country's stupid, so let's all... No, we're not getting back to this debate from last time. <laughs> no one should vote apart from me. I've, I've had people tell me they support that. Who, who's told you that? Everyone. Who's told you that? Everyone. What, listeners from this piece of shit show? They're all skinheads, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of... Free Tommy. Um, <laughs> what have you been up to? Uh, bits and bobs. Hey, you want to hear about Elliot's, Elliot's love life? You haven't checked in with that for a while. Yeah, let's talk about your love life, L. Yeah? L. Ron Hubbard. Oh, yeah. So, last week, uh, I met a gentleman. Okay. Okay. Yep. I thought, hey. He looks pretty fine. Where did you meet him? Uh, in the bar. Does sound like a lie. No, it's true. Just, <laughs> no, in it's the true. bar. <laughs> in a bar where humans meet. Uh, we met in a bar. Which bar? Uh, it was a bar in <laughs> um, London. <clears throat> was it, I mean, was this a gay bar or was it just a... It was Was a... it a gay bar or was it a... Proper bar. It was. It was. That's a, what I'm asking. They're not called proper bars. They're called normal bars. It was a normal bar. That was allowed... it a gay bar or a fun bar? <laughs> it was. Gay bars are funner than your bars, and you know it. What? Uh, Our bars have got pork scratchings. <laughs> Our bars have got porking. <laughs> um, the... By the way, listeners, we're going to do a poll soon. Who's got better bars, gays or straights? <laughs> gays or straights. Uh, no, we met. We met. We met. A, a... Can you imagine gays or straights? Gays or straights. All right. So you met at a. In a we, normal... met, we met in a gay bar, and then we went to a normal bar for the date. Okay. That well, that makes sense. Okay. Because you don't want to take a date to a gay bar. Uh, no. No. Because what if the gays find him and go, "You're more handsome," and they take him from me? That is like the monkey, so like the monkeys in Wizard of Oz. <laughs> all gays' favorite thing. That's um. <laughs> That's a very homophobic thing. Why is that homophobic? Said. I just think that's a homophobic uh, thing. Of course it's not homophobic. What, you think all, all gay men just want to be fucking men all the time? No. <laughs> probably, probably not. I wouldn't know. I'm uh, so um... glad that we found each other because we are so <laughs> lost in actual society. Well, it reminds me, we've been over the story of how you met 
how you met your uh, soon-to-be wife mm-hmm. yeah. and how you had to pretend your friend was gay so she wouldn't be interested in him. Yeah, yeah. So, so you've, you've clearly... That's like the same thing. It's the same level. What the hell? I, I, I wouldn't say it's the same level as all. <laughs> it's because you, you've been like, I can't have competition. I have to entirely get him out of the game. Oh, you're right. Is yeah, I've that, is, that is right, yeah. Uh, so anyway, we went to a normal bar. Yes, a normal bar. Yes. Yeah. And we had conversation normal distance apart, so the normal bar people didn't throw us away. <laughs> Uh, but the point is, yeah, it was boring. Oh fuck! It was like super boring, and he had nothing to talk about, what and he had his... no opinions on anything. What? His redeeming feature was that he was handsome and Australian, and that was it. Oh, but they're all handsome. That's the point. That's like, the problem with Australians. That's how they trick you. you it think, turns you out think some of them are boring. You think they're fun, and they're all they're all dull. Yes, but they're so very dull. good looking. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. I, I mean, we don't make the rules. So bored, so bored. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, anyway, so that was fine. But then this is the fun bit. So we're at the bar, and then my number one celebrity crush—I won't actually tell you who it is—but my number one celebrity crush appeared at the bar and sat at the table next to us, and I completely switched off from the date and just basically like stared at him the whole time. Trevor McDonald was at the bar. Yeah. No, no, kept it a secret. Why? Why can't you tell? Because I don't want to say. I don't want to say what my taste is. What? I don't want to say what my taste is. I'll tell you my number one celebrity crush if you tell me yours. All right, deal? No. Okay. Then we fin- I finish up the date with the bland man. Bland man. Yeah. Bland man. Yeah. We depart. Does he know about this podcast, by the way? If you're listening, gringo. <laughs> oh, oh, I know he does, actually, because we talked about what podcast he likes. What is it? Oh, he's so fucking basic, man. Go on, say, say. Oh, he loves, like... You can bleep him out if it. He loves like Nerdist and like Mark Matt. It's like yeah, so mainstream. It's like he's gone on the front page of podcasts and then yeah, not yeah. gone further. Yeah, as um, opposed to us, it's like indie, where, where do you find us? The hip, gooch of podcasts, indie hip hop. Yeah, the taint. Um, we're the taint of podcasts. So anyway, we depart. Five minutes later, he texts going, "I had a great time. See you soon, hopefully." I thought, fucking no. But then the next day, I went to another normal bar. And the number one celebrity crush was there again. Fuck what? He stood next to me at the bar and uh, I ordered a particular beer. I was like, oh, can I have that IPA, please? And then he went, I have one of the same. And I went, (laughs) 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 I took the beer and I had nowhere to stand where I wasn't like going to freak out. (laughs) And I went to the toilet and finished my beer and I left. scared because i didn't know what to do like my body shut down yeah i didn't know because it's like you don't think you're going to meet these people no let alone have some kind of memorable interaction with them so then when it happened i had to just like hide because i could hardly breathe like my heart was going like stopping and going upside down Mm. and i thought the beer would help and it didn't and i thought the loneliness would help and it didn't well why didn't you just go and sit in another bit of the bar because it was like a smaller bar like there was nowhere to be where we couldn't have or I couldn't, or I wasn't, I knew, because I'm mental. But who cares if he's... Because I care, because I, I know that if he was there, I would just spend the whole time, like, literally staring at him. Well, then stare at him. No. Why? He's not happy to meet. He's my future husband. Who is it? <laughs> I'm not going to say. Why? Because <laughs> what if he's not very handsome? Uh, what if he's not very handsome? Yeah. Is he not very handsome? I think he's handsome. Well, right, say it, and then I'll decide whether to bleep it out. No. Go on. No. Why aren't you going to tell me? Because I don't want to tell you. We, t- we write it down. I'll tell you off mic. I'll tell you off mic. All right. Tell me now. That's your celebrity crush. Oh, yeah. That is your celebrity I crush. I like them like that. Is he gay? I'll make him gay. 
<laughs> anyway. I've just Googled this person. Sean's not impressed. Well, that's your all-time celebrity crush. That's my all-time British celebrity crush. Really? Yeah. More than Jude Law. Oh, Jude Law's... Yeah, no. Why not? What's wrong with Jude Law? Isn't he... No. Isn't he all slimy? Isn't he slimy? Well, I don't know. Do you tell me? Jude Law's slimy. Okay. Okay. Do... While we're on this topic, do come and see me on tour, everyone. (laughs) If you're listening to this and thinking, what a funny guy. I'm going on tour. Mm -hmm. Starts in... A few weeks, yeah. first and second of March. I'm at the Soho Theatre. Yes, you are. They're it's selling very exciting. well. They're going to be. They're going to be done soon, and then uh, and then in Glasgow, and then mm-hmm. Manchester in March, and then the rest in in April. Go to my website. What's your website? Um, SeanMcLaughlinComedy.com. I got a message on Instagram saying they were from someone saying they were only going to come to my tour if you were supporting me. What? Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. I don't believe that. I'll show you the message. They went, I'm only coming of Elliot's the opening act. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. That's so... Uh... Blocked them. <laughs> That's... Of course. Immediate block. It's very nice. Thank you very much to whoever that was. Do you think you could support me? In more than I do now. <laughs> do you mean like on stage? How much more of my weight do you wish to carry? <laughs> I think I could... Like, do you have, like, a table or a chair in your show? Why would I need a table? No, like, I'd put it out for... I'd be, like, a stagehand. No, I need... And then that's a cheeky Easter if egg I, if for I, the audience. If, like, if I was to offer you a spot, uh, you can be my opening act mm-hmm. on my tour. Yeah. Would you take it? Probably. Yeah? Yeah. Well, you've got it. <laughs> You're not going to offer me that. I'll offer you that. Why the hell not? What if I'm not very good? Well, you've talked yourself out of a job. <laughs> Shit, damn it. Oh man! Oh well, well. you're learning a big, big lesson about show business. Um, <laughs> Just oh, no, but seriously, I cannot afford. Self. I cannot afford a support act. So, hey, no, it's fine. I so wasn't... you did come to mind. That's fine. <laughs> Thank you. Because <laughs> you know I work for free. It's uh, a pay to play yeah. and a bringer. <laughs> um, Can you be my bringer? <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's get on with the show. It's actually yeah. Um, oh, but that's very nice. Thank you very much. For that person, to that person. Yeah, that's a sweet thing to be sent. Yeah, it's very nice. Well, do you, you don't even do comedy anymore. You don't. You told me that you've quit stand up. I quit stand up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So just one, just yeah. Just start the show. Bye, everyone. <laughs> So let's blast off into the Books of Kings, originally one big book, mm-hmm. and they cut it in half. Yeah. Much like you would, I don't know, a baby maybe. Great stuff, Elliot. Thank you. Spoilers. Spoiler alert. Uh, kings. Kings is a big old beast, and, but when you put both together, it's one kind of coherent, proper story. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wow, almost like a Bible, like the Bible is. Let's get going. Last time on Sean and Elliot Read the Bible... Uh, King David King David was leading the Israelites yeah. after defeating Goliath, a man who's not as impressive as we all remember from childhood. No, not at all. No, I thought it was like a kaiju monster. It turns out he just he's just a normal tall man. Yeah, could have just been some kind of freak show, maybe. And do you think that's enough to make someone lead a country, defeating a tall man? Well, I'm a, I mean, I guess at the time, who else did they have? Like yeah. Saul was just a bad guy, and then they just replaced him with. The biggest celebrity at the time. Well, like, I'm a tall man. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you were to kill me, 
then I'll be going on tour and have my own show at the Soho Theatre in March. <laughs> oh my God, that's a plan. You've killed Sean McLaughlin. <laughs> now you must be Sean McLaughlin. Just like the Santa Claus. You would struggle so badly in my shoes. Or being you. You would struggle. The stress would kill you. No, it wouldn't. It would kill you. You're not a god, mate. Are you serious? You started this by saying you're stressed out because you've got... Too much work being offered to you, and you might move to a really nice house soon. You could have moved to a nice house. <laughs> not stressful. You're used to squatting everywhere. <laughs> Squatted one time. Fair enough. We should do that. I'll live as you for a week. You live as me for a week. Oh, I smell sick, gum. Yeah. I don't smell... I smell sick. Oh, I'll swap lives with you for a week. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. So that means that you have to take out my bins. Uh-huh. You have to do all my gigs. Fine. You have to have all my meetings. Okay. You have to... Uh, make reasons for my girlfriend as to why you can't have sex. Fine. You have to blame Trump. Okay. Okay, and I'll have to do your life. You'll have no work coming in. Yep. None of your dreams are coming true. You're doing nothing that you're working hard to. You don't have to explain to anyone that you're not going to have sex. And that's about it. Yeah, let's let's fucking swap, mate. What do you mean your dreams aren't coming true? This is your dream, isn't it? To have a Bible podcast with me. Yes. God, the Book of Kings... The uh, tension is unbearable so, in this room. So, I don't even know if it's sexual tension or, or real tension. We already found out it's not sexual tension. Uh, so the Book of Kings has a little bit of a time jump at the start because we're joining David as an old man in his deathbed. You know that uh, film that Ian McKellen was in about Sherlock Holmes as an old man? The Hobbit. I think it was called Mr. Holmes. It was, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of books that were cut up, The Hobbit. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever see those films, The Hobbit? Afraid so. Did you see all of them? Yeah. That's 20 hours of my life I'm not getting back. Yeah, I only saw a couple, uh, uh, the second one. The second one. The second one's, I'd say, the redeeming one. I, I the just, second one's the good one. I'm amazed that they, I mean, they just were never an event, though, were they, in the no. way that the first ones were? No. Absolutely um, pointless. Anyway, the first line of Kings. When King David was old and well advanced in years, he could not keep warm, even when they put covers over him. Yes, when he put clothes on him, he was just always cold. Yeah. Yeah. Of course you're cold, King David. You're naked and old. His servant said to him, let us look for a young virgin to attend the king and take care of him. Did you see that one coming? I mean, I didn't. But also it's very strange for what happens later as well. Like, Yeah. Um, she can lie beside him, as in tell lies. Yeah. What was she saying? Things like... <laughs> <laughs> really controversial yeah well, just, just lies just, uh, uh, Sh- Shrek made 50 quid at the box office <laughs> I saw people dancing after 9-11 <laughs> <laughs> I saw people <laughs> imagine if it said that she told lies to King David like people dancing after 9-11 in Jersey yeah um, so basically they get this virgin right they get this virgin oh has she got some kind of you know, normal name that wo- a woman might have to maybe suggest that she's not just a piece of sex meat. Well, it depends. Would you consider the name Abigail a normal name? Yes, I would, absolutely. That's not her name. Okay. Would you consider the name Abishag a normal name? Abishag. 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 Yes. Yeah, no. Yeah, well, that's her name. Well, she's a piece of meat. She's Abishag. A Shunammite. do 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 there are so many words in the Bible that I wanted to do that yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. And brought her to the king. The girl was very beautiful. She took care of the king and waited on him. But the king had no intimate relations with her. Nice. So, yeah, very nice. She's a hot water bottle that can feed him. 
I can feed him, and I imagine there was a bit. Of, I mean, I imagine there were some hand jobs going on. Well, it's very weird they found a virgin. What do you mean that's weird? Well, because when they said like, "Oh, let's find him a virgin," that suggests that it's for sexual purposes. Mm. Because why does it matter if she's a virgin or not? Yeah, if, I guess if all so. she's doing is actually just keeping him warm, the the whoriest whore in all of Holland, who could be a man or a woman, so I'm not actually saying anything. Could keep someone warm. You're definitely not saying anything. No, could keep someone. They could keep someone warm. Anyone could. They keep... might keep them warmer because they've had more exercise and friction than the other person. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, definitely. It's biology. It's just basic biology. Absolutely. Um, Whores are warm. Do that's keep why those... they say frigid. Do do keep the. Oh my god, frigid. <laughs> frigid. Because whores are warm. Uh, keep those five star reviews coming by the way those five star reviews on iTunes we really do think we're the best podcast around doing really well in Hong Kong at the minute are we actually yep why don't know <laughs> let's not question it um, just a just a quick peek under the hood listeners some of the audience figures from around certain places are spectacular oh yeah and quite bizarre if we were to do a tour of the most popular places that we well I mean we couldn't do one because it would be three Can't days long. It would be that London, way. Hong Kong, and <laughs> Portugal. <laughs> Absolutely. Beyond um, Venue. Uh, anyway, she does a good job. She keeps David warm. She keeps him warm. She keeps him warm, but David's on the way out. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, this other fella called Adonijah. Adonijah. This is going to be a long episode. Whose mother was Haggith. We're going to have to just ignore that. Put himself forward and said, I will be king. It's kind of like when a billionaire claims they're going to be president. No one asks you to claim you a king, Adonijah. Mm. No one's asking for it. The we've, dying king has a son. Yeah, we have. A, we've, we've got it all set up. We don't need you. We've got yeah. a good thing going here. The last thing we need is some brat coming in and ruining it. Yeah. Um, but he does, just for a little bit. Well, somehow he manages to convince a lot of people, a lot of uh, you know, holy people, local authorities, people like that, that he is indeed the rightful king. Even though I've, I mean, has he even been in this book before? No, he's not. He's not been in it before. No. no. Yeah. But the one person he doesn't tell is David's own son, Solomon, who is probably the rightful king. And is David's choice. And is David David's choice. Yeah. Um, you've heard of Sophie's choice. This is David's choice. Bathsheba, who is Solomon's mother, says, uh, have you heard that Abonijah, the son of Haggith, has become king without our Lord David's knowing it? She goes to David, goes, old man David, old man, has to wait. Because he's probably getting them. A little handy. Handy. Will <laughs> just be a minute. One is receiving the head job. <laughs> the dust particles must settle before you approach old man David. Do you think that's where sand comes from? <laughs> All sand is David's penis skin. David's penis skin. So, it's not just an entertaining podcast, it's also a very educational Edu- one. Educational. Educational. Mm. So, he finally... Uh, uh... Ejaculates. <laughs> and then Bathsheba <laughs> approaches and says, I don't know, king. And David says, no, I say it should be Solomon. Yeah. And then Solomon becomes king. Solomon goes, all right, I'll be king. Yeah. So, Solomon... That's how easy it is. I mean, it, it, apparently it is that easy. He just goes down mm-hmm. to... Uh, this bit really made me laugh. Uh, he goes down to where Ab- Adonijah's posse are having a big meal, a big celebration about how he's the king. 
a big group with Solomon go in and go, Solomon is the king. All of Adonijah's guests immediately scatter. <laughs> Absolute cowards. They know they're rumbled. Um, uh, and then we're wondering what Solomon is going to do to Adonijah. Solomon says, uh, if he shows himself to be a worthy man, not a hair on his head will hit the ground. But if evil is found in him, then he will die. So he's being fair and just. This man's done something wrong, but Solomon's saying, hey, it's fine. I'm a good king, just like my dad. Just like my, my dad, yeah. And uh, I'll, let you, I'll let you go. Absolutely. Uh, Adonijah came um, okay, and bowed down to King Solomon. And Solomon said, go to your home. <laughs> yeah. Real snarky, that. But then, a few days later, Solomon does a bit of a flippy flop. Mm. He doesn't always... I'd say. Yeah. So what happens here is Adonijah approaches Bathsheba and says, I have one request, and I know that if you ask, Solomon will say yes. Yeah. Because you're his mummy. Yeah. It's weird that everyone's talking to, like... Bathsheba's, like, a very pivotal... It's weird that... Like, she's like, the, the ambassador to everyone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, so he says, I want Abishag for my, for my own. I want her. <laughs> I want to have Abishag. I want, I want me some Abishag. Yeah. Okay. I and like the way she's been rubbing off that old fart. Yeah. How about she ru- rubs off my old fart? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Christ. Do keep those five-star reviews coming, everyone. Uh, so then Bathsheba approaches Solomon and says, do me a favor. And Solomon's like, yeah, mummy. I'll do whatever you say, mummy. Because he's such a little nork. And Solomon says, no. yeah, do whatever you want. And then his mum's like, you know my husband's virgin who keeps him warm, Abishag? Mm. Someone's like, yeah, mummy, that's my second mummy. Bath- She's great, mummy. She takes me to the full pot, mummy. <laughs> She's fun, mummy. Yeah, but does she make you dinner? She gives me jelly shots, mummy. <laughs> yeah, mummy. Uh, so then Bathsheba, brackets, mummy, says Abdonijah wants Abishag just to have her. Just to have. To have her around the house or whatever. Yeah. Because women are objects and or people who have to ask for things. Mm. And Solomon says, bring him here. I'm going to kill him (laughs) just for asking that. And I don't get why, because as far as I can tell, Abishag and Solomon don't have any kind of connection. They don't have any kind of emotional... Why do you care? Yeah. Given that her role is essentially just to warm up his dad. Yeah. It's like, What? She's not. Got... She's a radiator. How... <laughs> yeah. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> he can't have my radiator. I was going to have Abishag, uh, but anyway. So then he orders someone to kill Adonijah, and then Adonijah's killed, and Solomon is, as it turns out, maybe not so great, as we'll find out later in the story. Yes. So uh, Solomon, uh... yeah, Solomon is consolidating his power at this point. Mm-hmm. I quite like it. There's a lot of political intrigue in this episode, wouldn't you say? It's like an oh. episode of. This is where David dies, though, before that. What? David dies now. David dies. And it's kind of a, not an event. Yeah, it's weird that. David rested with his fathers and was buried in the city of David. That's he'd, a coincidence. He had reigned for 40 years over Israel, seven years in Hebron, and 33 in Jerusalem. So Solomon sat on the throne of his, of his father David, and his rule was firmly established. Nice. So Solomon's now proper king. Solomon's proper king. Yeah. No ifs, and or buts. He's the king. Damn right. Uh, and he's sort of uh, trying to establish his power. Uh, he made an alliance. This is a bit I really liked. Solomon made an alliance with Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Oh, I like that. Bringing back the 
oh, he's setting from it's like, hey, the beginning of the Bible, yeah. It's, you know, all things pass. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I mean, they're like, hey, you are our slave owners. Mm-hmm. We had some bad history. Yep. But now we want to we wanna be together. Yeah. And I would say that this is in no way perhaps a shadow that will be cast across Solomon's future existence. Solomon made an alliance with Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and married his daughter. That, I have to say, it's not clear enough there whose daughter they're talking about. <laughs> I really, if the fact that there's even a little bit of doubt implies to me that Solomon marries his own daughter. Or his own. Or let's, his own. Let's pretend it's probably the friend. Yeah, his little friend. Yeah, his little mate Pharaoh. I, I mean, it's funny that, isn't it? There's a lot of that in here. What? If you had a daughter and I married her, mm-hmm. would you be cool with that? This is the second week in a row that you've suggested doing this as well is it really yeah i don't remember the last episode you wanted to marry my brother's baby who doesn't exist last episode okay are you just like what's happening here nothing are the stresses of your life actually building up to a point where you want to <laughs> the key thing marry is a baby the key thing is i'm not an alien uh trapped within this body and my spirit is dying out and i need a new uh body okay that's not that's not what's happening i don't okay i didn't suggest it was so that just yeah all right because I can see you're going. Yeah, no, it's it's not, fine, I it's wouldn't. Fine. If that was happening, I would say. That's no, fine. I just. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'd let you marry a, a, like a whole baby. A whole baby. No. Okay. I give you like, give you like half a baby. Well, that's a good link, isn't it? Because now we come into probably the most famous story of Solomon's life, a story we were all taught, but we're not told the gruesome bit. As yeah, it I, I sort of. It's fascinating, really. When I was reading it, it was only about halfway through reading it that I realised it was the story... Yep, halfway through. <laughs> okay. Um, that it's the story of what? That it's the story that we were taught in school. Yeah. Um, basically, the, the whole idea is that he's a wise man. Solomon is, is, is this incredibly wise man. Because he talks to God. He talks to God. He says to God... Please lend me some wisdom. Get you know, be on my side. Let me be a good king. Yes, a lot. And of... God says, just because you asked, yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And, and then He says, you didn't ask for a long life, like many do, or wealth. So I'm going to give you those things anyway, just because you asked for the right thing. I give you everything. That's great, and that's so nice. And then Solomon was like, "Are you going to help with this micro dick?" <laughs> And God's like, ah, I'm busy. not English. <laughs> busy. Just chip off the tiny bit on the end of it for me, as I asked, and carry on with, the, with your kingdom. And it will look bigger. Yeah. So now we have a story of him being the wise king. Yes. Yeah. Uh, two prostitutes came to the king and Ooh. stood before him. That's Sh- how it starts. Should we tell this in a funny voice? Why? It's because it's dark, isn't it? It's a bit dark. And we're a comedy podcast. So. Um, Do you want to? What voice were you thinking? Do you, you can lead the way if you want. Do you want it? Yeah. Yeah. What voice are you thinking? Uh, I'll do the voices of the characters. You can tell us if you want. We'll just, we'll just let it go. We'll flow with it. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. All right, all right. Okay, because I can see in his eyes, he does this thing sometimes when he's about to do improv, because Elliot loves improv. And I think, okay, all right, just keep it. it, keep it real and keep it subtle, okay? Yeah, but you have to have it funny because it's... You do, but like... Because it's like dark material, so it's... All right. Okay. You all right? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. Yep. By the way, listeners, I just want you to know in advance, Elliot's got a look in his eye that implies that something... I mean, I, I don't know how this is going to happen, but he, he loves improv. Ah. He's yeah. doing stretches. Red lorry, yellow lorry. Red lorry, yellow lorry. Okay. Hugh, Hugh lorry. Okay, I'm ready. 
Is that really one of the warm-ups they teach you in, in improv school? No, I came up with that one. Smart man. Hugh Laurie, yellow Laurie. Let's go for it. Two prostitutes enter the court of King Solomon. Uh, one, of them, one of them is holding a baby. It says to King Solomon... The baby doesn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> she says to King Solomon... Hey, baby... Oh, God. and he's told, but she's talking to the king. Hey, baby, me and this other prostitute live in one house, and we both had babies at the same time. Is this really the voice you'll? Yep. Yep. Okay. And then King Solomon says, "Well, that sounds like a <laughs> lovely situation to be in. That you can both be in the same house like that, you lovely people." And then the second prostitute says, "Last night, <laughs> she." We both sleep with the babies, but last night she rolled over and uh, killed her b- uh, her baby and swapped her dead baby with my living baby. Did you get how dark that was, listeners? No, because it's f- it's f- it's funny now. Did you get how funny that was, listeners? And then the first one says, "That's a lie." Uh huh. And then the I do like the I have to say the first one I think has actually got a lot of legs. The second one's like she's got two. Second one's like fucking kill me, kill kill me, Lord. uh, You're holding my living baby, and you what? You who's this? You gave me your dead baby. Who's this? The second one. That's not what. What? Okay. Did she not have an accent? (laughs) She didn't have that accent. And then the king says, "But give me the baby." And then they give him the... Every time one of them starts talking, <laughs> I don't know why it's such a surprise to me. There's only three characters. <laughs> give... But I genuinely don't know what they're going to sound like. And then they give him the baby. They give Solomon the baby. They give Solomon the baby. Yeah. And Solomon says, Give me my sword! And then he takes his sword as well and says, I'm going to cut this Wait, baby in half. You literally... And then... You this... act... No, you must know. And the first... What do you mean? What did, what did Solomon just say? I'm going to cut this baby in half. And then the first mother says, Well, I think that's a terrible idea. I'd rather the baby survive and be kept with the other mother. And then the other mother is like, I'd rather you just kill the baby. This is a shit show. And then Solomon says, Swallow your pride and get out of this. No, it's improv. People love it. They're gagging for my characters. And here's Solomon. He says, you shall take this baby because you care about it more, he said to the first one, because she was willing to sacrifice the baby. Maybe people aren't following the story. No. So, all right, so he threatens to cut it in half. This and is, then the this good is mother, genuinely, Yeah. I don't even know if this counts as like a contact. This is just... What do you mean? This is like, if you were in an asylum yeah. and you found a recording of this, yeah. you'd go, oh, fuck, I wouldn't want to bump into that person late at night. Eddie Murphy plays loads of characters at once. Why can't Elliot Fallows? Okay. And then... <laughs> I mean, I think the fat suit's a bit unnecessary, Elliot. And then the baby says, Yay! Because <laughs> he gets to live. And the baby grows up to be nobody special. So that's the story. Do you think genuinely that people could follow that? No. Okay. Because nobody's switched on nowadays. They've all been numbed by the news media. Yeah, they've all been numbed by the news media. Yeah, so that means they can't follow proper stories. They can't follow proper stories. 
with three characters that have four voices each. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, all right. thank you for that, Elliot. Basically, the, the 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 long and the short of it is uh, King Solomon solved this issue with the two prostitutes because one of them the, loved the, 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 baby right, the right the right baby ended up in the right hands. We don't know that. I guess we don't know that. <laughs> Do you know what? We don't know that. But it's weird. But how many times? We, uh, yeah, I don't know. What? We, we are told this story when we're kids. Yeah. But we're just not told. We're told that two women approached a king with a baby and said, and each claimed the baby was theirs. Yeah. But as kids, I wasn't told that it's because one of their babies died. I never questioned why these two women had a baby. No. 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 No, 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 should you? No. Um, very heteronormative situation, though, don't you think? No. Okay. Uh, back after the. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what half of a baby would you want? Well, I always wondered that. I think when I was a kid, and we were taught that story. Are you seeing it is ups it, and yeah. downs is or it, left and right? Is it ups and downs as in vertically or horizontally? Yeah. Um, I always thought they'd be cutting like one of them would have the leg, and one of them would <laughs> have the head. That's what I think. But I think that makes no sense. Well, I don't think any of it makes any sense. What? <laughs> I mean, I think. It's funny that that's viewed as really wise because that that plan could have really gone wrong for Solomon. What, Those two women this... could have absolutely gone. Yep, let's let's do that. Yeah, like is he doing it on purpose? Well, yeah, I think he or is. Or is he going like I'll just cut it in half and he can have it? Well, it is. <laughs> like, or does the idea it's come def- to him afterwards? <laughs> it's definitely displayed as a as a sign of his incredible wisdom. So uh, I don't know. Uh, Solomon's wisdom is spoken about in many ways, though, beyond this. They sort of talk a lot, a lot, a lot about how wise Solomon is. Uh, it says here he was wiser than any other man, including Ethan the Ezraite. What? what? Even more than Ethan? He says he was wiser than He-Man. <laughs> Genuinely. <laughs> yeah. Calcol and Darda, the sons of Mahol. His fame spread to all the surrounding nations. He spoke 3,000 proverbs and his songs numbered 1,005. He sounds like a drag. He does. If he was at a party, I wouldn't talk to him. So then he builds a temple and it takes forever. We ignore this bit. It takes a lot. He builds a fucking temple. He builds a temple and they explain what the temple looks like and it's like 10 pages. Yeah. Skipping Uh, it to the good bit. Skip, skip. He then builds a palace as well. Mm -hmm. But then... He starts building stuff for other gods and for other kings. But that's not allowed. Well, that's what he's doing. Oh, well, this seems like a real cliffhanger. Elliot's just gone. As well. I think it went to some sort of fit there. I showed him all my other characters I can do. Yeah, yeah. Really, some of them very graphic, actually. Very graphic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Solomon is king. And he's a wise king. And everyone th- talks about how great he is. Uh, he is so wise that the Queen of Sheba herself has heard about him and his relation to the name of the Lord. She came to test him with hard questions. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I, just, I just can't believe that this is in the Bible, this story. Name all members of S Club 7. <laughs> Every state capital, go. <laughs> there are two cabals travelling. One from... One from... Uh-huh. <laughs> At um, what point do they meet? She arrives in Jerusalem with, according to the Bible, a very great caravan. Cool. Well, like Good for her. TV, toilet, got the whole shebang. The whole shebang. 
Uh, she carries spices, large quantities of gold, and precious stones. She came to Solomon and talked with him about all that she had in her mind. Solomon answered all her questions. Nothing was too hard for the king to explain to her. Nice. Yeah. Maybe Very like clever s- chap. Sky Plus boxes and stuff like that. I don't like people like that. What, clever people? If they're too clever. No. I know I don't like You don't that. strike <laughs> me as someone who values intelligence. I think you'll find this why you should vote if you're intelligent. Okay. Oh. Why don't you like smart people, Elliot? If they're too smart, it's like rude, isn't it's, it? How's it rude? You, you don't show that off. Well, who's showing it off to you? I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Do you know anyone smart? No. Okay. I'm smart, I think. Wouldn't you say? So the what is the queen? So then, what does the queen of Sheba do after? You're a smart boy. Yeah, and I'm self-loathing. Uh, when the queen of Sheba saw all the wisdom of Solomon and the palace he had built, the food on his table, the seating of his officials—is that really that impressive, Queen of Sheba? The chairs. Whoa! Look, look at the way they're sitting down. The attending servants in their robes. His cupbearers. She was overwhelmed. She said to the king, The report I heard in my own country about your achievements and your wisdom is true, but I did not believe these things until I came and saw with my own eyes. Indeed, not even half was told me. In wisdom and wealth, you have far exceeded the report I heard. And then talk about how happy all his people must be, which is absolutely great. What did she hear about? He couldn't even cut a baby in half. Well, that's it. I don't don't really know. If if you're the queen, you go, Well, apparently there's a very smart man over there. Oh, really? Oh, really? Well, does he know if the answer to some of my questions? Why didn't she just make up questions? He can't Go, know, what's a yeah. blooper? And he goes, I don't know what a blooper is. <laughs> you don't even know what a blooper you're is? You're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, you're an idiot. Yeah, well. So Solomon's riding high, basically. Yeah. He's riding high. Dot, dot, dot. But it turns out it's not forever. Because he's a bad guy. Maybe. Yeah. He's, he starts doing things that God wouldn't really be happy with. He gets he gets corrupt, I think. He corrupt he gets corrupt. He, he starts worshiping false idols of other kings, mm. and he marries all of their daughters, and he makes business deals with the kings to give them land. And uh, he actually here's the mentalist bit. So the buildings he's making and the temples and the palaces and stuff. Who's building them? Slaves. Yeah. Solomon starts using slave labor. Yeah. Which I assume is a sore spot for the Israelites. Yeah, it must be. He might I, have I, had the idea when he went to see the pharaoh. Yeah, earlier. I was thinking yeah. that. The pharaoh, pharaoh's like, hey, man, Actually, yeah. just, just so you know, you people are fucking good slaves. Yeah. Really the best fucking slaves I've ever had. That alien hadn't turned up and liberated them, we'd still have them all here. Damn right. And they'd be like, what alien? What? What alien? He goes, nothing. nothing. There's no eggs. There's no eggs. No eggs anywhere. There's no eggs. By the way, listeners, we really haven't got many pictures of eggs. So Send in those pictures of eggs. Keep sending those pictures of Moses' eggs. We've had some. Have I have we, to say. Have we genuinely? Yeah, but those eggs are not. Alien enough. Yeah, they're not We right. know what you're doing. Yeah. All right, send us some alien eggs pictures, please. So we know that you're hiding them. Uh, yes, yeah, so Solomon, as it turns out, isn't a great king, like his father David. Yeah. He's uh, a bit of a villain, like like a pharaoh. I think in many ways he's the Tony Blair of the Bible. <laughs> okay, go a on. A well-intentioned man mm-hmm. comes into government with big dreams. Yeah. Does a lot of good. Okay. But then ultimately he overreaches. All right. Yeah. yeah, and starts fucking all his friends' daughters. Yeah. So... On the record. Quite similar. <laughs> on the record, that's what I think he did. Keeping that in a way. Did you hear the rumour that he um, had an affair with Rupert Murdoch's wife? No. Yeah. But I don't think I'd mind that. Like, if that, if I found out that was true, I don't think it'd bother me. Well, no, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it to bother you. Are you crying? <laughs> 
I just really love that girl. <laughs> uh, great. So Solomon is basically being the template for what the rest of Kings is. Yeah. Because Kings from this point forward is telling stories of generations of Kings and if they're good or bad. And most of them are bad. Yeah. Most of them are really bad. And the force that kind of works alongside and against them, the prophets. Absolutely. And this all starts when Israel is much like a baby isn't cut in half. I mean, that's just rock solid podcasting. What are you going to do about it at home? Hey, hey, you love, you love good hosting? Well, here, here I am. <laughs> you like good hosting? Here I am. All right? We're here. Um, so it's split into Israel is cut in half. In the north is uh, is what they're just going to call Israel. Yeah. And in the south, which is where the follow-ons from David and Solomon live mm-hmm. and rule, is called Judah, whose capital is Jerusalem. You hear that? Yep. You hear that? Judah and Israel. Judah and Israel. Become like the north and south Korea of... Yes. Of this world. And it's framed to be in a way where the South is original flavor Israel. Yeah. Where because it's the descendants of David, maybe they're the good guys, mm. the way it's been written. And the upstairs people are bad guys. But the really, ups- essentially, the upstairs people, wrong. says the man who doesn't think you should be allowed to vote. <laughs> north is upstairs. We all know that. All right. Point North. It's uh, there. Fair enough. Really great, really great audio <laughs> audio stuff there. <laughs> Reboam is the king after Solomon, and he's the one who splits it. He's the king of Judah. Yeah. Upstairs king is Jeroboam. And downstairs king? Is Rehoboam. They really... If that's how you pronounce it, finesies. <laughs> finesies? Finesies. I you mean... want good, 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 good hosting? Here I am. Yeah. I mean, we'll meet two characters later on whose names... Astonish! It's astonishing how lazy that is. I just don't. It's like they willfully. Whoever wrote this, yeah, yeah, many, many, many centuries ago, mm. thought I must figure out a way to make this impossible to adapt to a podcast. It's his first draft. <laughs> it isn't is it? almost like they specifically were doing this to fuck us over. Yeah, because this is a hard enough book to digest anyway for you listeners. I don't even know if you listen to this because you like the Bible. Please let us know if you're only listening to it because you like me and Elliot's relationship. Because let me tell you something, the Bible is fucking killing us reading this book. And if we could get the same sort of listeners not reading it... How dare you, sir? This is not Sean and Elliot hug and talk. Yeah, well, that was a flop. That was a big flop. It's very hard to record a podcast when you're also hugging. Oh. How's, how's Brad and Keel doing, by the way? Have you been keeping up with them? I listened to a couple because I heard that Keel's wife left him. Oh, of course. But he's a moaner. Of course she left him. Yeah. She was a babe. He was an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Was gonna, she was always better than him. Yeah, always. But Brad hasn't been super sympathetic. And they seem to have... They've been off for a while. And I think they've done that classic uh, podcast pairing thing we mention sometimes where they just fall out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's like they're yeah. best friends and then they just aren't friends anymore. Yeah, yeah. And it's usually they've got a podcast. Yeah. Sick. Um, Happens all the time. You're saying that Keel's wife is... Keel's wife left Is on him. the market. Yeah. All right. Do you know her? Yeah, Jennifer. Lovely. You know from um, Jennifer and Beale read the Twilight series? Yeah, I listened to it a little bit. I just, um, the theme tune was too long. Okay, that's fair. I'm just gonna, I must send her a text. Okay. Is that we, Is that legit? Um, I guess, well, read it out first. What are you going to send her? Hi. Yeah. Jennifer. 
Stone Strong. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Comma. Full stop. Oh, shit. Okay. That's aggressive. Um, That's aggressive. What? Full stop. Yeah. All right. How about emoji with the monocle? Yeah. Nice. Monocle emoji. All right. Hi, Hi, Jennifer. Monocle emoji. Yes. No. See here, because of the monocle, you should say like, "Greetings, Jennifer." Okay. Greetings. Yep. Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Monocle emoji. Yes. Heard mm-hmm. about you. Just a letter. Yeah. Okay. N. Mm-hmm. Keel. Yes. In brackets, gun emoji. No, because some wives do try and shoot their husbands, That's and I feel true. like she'd maybe think you heard the wrong thing. Okay. So why not have the emoji of a divorce? Have the divorce emoji. Divorce emoji. Yeah. Oh yeah, the one at the courthouse and then the kids growing up. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Um, God, they have a lot of emojis these days. Oh, you got to. What colour shall I make the kid? Uh, Yellow. I, Keep it. I've I read a Vice article that says you have to use emojis of your own race. Is that is that what you read? Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm to have to change like that one with the monocle then. Yeah. Because I am not Korean. Okay. Would W L D? Yeah. You okay? Like mm-hmm. to yeah. Get yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Drink mm-hmm. at yeah. And uh, you know not at but at mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. s u m yeah. Point exclamation mark exclamation mark question mark because then it's like you might be joking. And then, and then if she says no, it's kind of fine. Well, it's more like I'm going. Would you like to get a drink at some point? Yeah, yeah. I, but I, Do think, I, want I that? think that's the approach you want. But it's, yeah, yeah, because that's what Keel did. You need enough. Ma- you need like you need to seem so manic that she kind of feels like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, smiling emoji. Not, not smiling, but the one. Um, the one that's like a flat expression. Flat expression, yeah. but then also maybe the one, and it can be of a different race, maybe. Um, where it's got like the the, it's doing like a finger underneath, like going hmm, like yeah, I know. Like, I mean. I'm thinking like, hey yeah, Jennifer, yeah. I'm thinking, thinking maybe a drink. I'm thinking maybe a drink. Yeah. Um, you mm-hmm. were always yeah, fitter than him. Okay. I once saw him mm-hmm. kick a fox. Then, bus emoji? Uh, so then it goes through, like, other kings that are going, like, generations of kings that it's are leading sent. Both, both... It's sent. Oh. Okay. It's sent. Okay. All right. Yeah, let's carry on. I'll let you know if um if she writes back. Okay. I doubt I'll hear anything back soon. Okay. I'll just let you know. Okay. Uh, so then it uh, the Bible goes... Because we're reading the Bible, mate. So, sorry. Goes yeah, through sorry. the generations of kings in both the northern bit of Israel and in Judah. Yeah. And it basically goes through each king and says if they were good or not. And spoilers, they're all pretty poor kings. Yeah, absolutely. So you, oh, are we looking? Okay. Message. Sorry, just right. got a message. Um, it's right. her. It's her. Okay, fine. So through the kings in the south, we're introduced to uh, a bunch of different. Basically, what happens is every. You okay? Lol. You. Oh, fucking so funny as shit. Fuck. I'm lolling so hard. Basically, the theme is that all of the kings we're going through, there's about 20 for each each half, 
they all either start worshipping false idols or they kill the king before them and it's shown that they're not worthy or they uh, like sacrifice children, some of them do. They're all basically shown to not follow God's law and to not... To not... Yep. Me what? and Elliot just doing... Don't mention that either. Don't mention that either. No? No. All right. She's just asked what I'm up to. Okay, just pretend you're doing it on your own. I don't want to um, be part of... Uh, I don't want to be part of this. Um, figuring out... So... What is the best extra large condom? It's basically determined that all the kings in the north... Train emoji. ...are unworthy. Train emoji? What, for you? What's the race of a train? What race... Do trains have races? Uh, all the ones in Thomas Tank Engine have white faces. Okay. All right. Cool. Sorry, sorry. Carry on. So all the kings in the north are seem to be unworthy bad people. Yeah. And they're all doing the naughty stuff. Mm-hmm. All the kings in the south, in Judah, mm-hmm. are mostly seen that way. There's 20 for each. Eight of the kings in Judah are seen to be good kings who follow the word of God. Yeah. And zero in the north are. Yeah, so that... even then, it's like, it's not a win, because the south still only have eight out of 20 good ones. Oh, sorry. There's, there's... This is one more. Okay. Just got one. Mm-hmm. She just wrote, who dis? Uh, okay. Oh. Have you actually spoken in person before? Like, if you swap numbers, have you got that number? No. 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 I should say. Okay. Well, I'll let you, I'll let you. And at this point, we're kind of introduced to this new group of people. Well, they're not new. They were in it before, but this is where they become really important. These are the prophets. Mm. So it's almost like branches of government. You have the monarchy at the start, who's the sovereign, and then you have the prophets. And they're kind of there to police not just the people, but the kings to ensure that people are living by the by the word of God, you know, following these rules. What's the, is there a gif where there's like a minion that says, I'm, I'm Sean McLaughlin. I have a podcast. You can make, you can make it. Okay. Cause I'm searching and I can't find anything. There'll be one. There'll be the YouTube. The closest the YouTube, I've the got. The YouTuber will have one like that. Wait he? a minute. Shh, shh, shh. No, I've, this one's close enough. It's someone from the Croods saying, I'm Shane McLaughlin. That's... I've got a rock cast. I mean, that's, she'll get that, right? She'll get it. Send. She'll get it. Okay. Send. All right. Uh, so the prophets... <sighs> okay, so, all right. You're done? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. That's fine. So the prophets are basically there to ensure that uh, people don't worship false idols and don't do bad stuff. Yeah. But all the kings are. So it kind of, in many ways, becomes kings v. prophets. Enter our first main prophet... Elijah. I love this bit. I love Elijah. Sorry, one more text. Fuck me up. One more text. Bollock with a left testicle. She's called the police. Okay. So we probably haven't got along. Uh, can we go for a break? I need to... Yeah, I might have to sort this shit out. Yeah. Is that... Yep. Yeah, okay. Cool. Uh, after the break, we'll do Elijah. We'll do Elijah. Bye. Okay. phone away put it in your pocket it's away it's away no put it in your pocket it's in my pocket it's, I can see it on the table it's put in it in my pocket, pocket. alright jeez anyway wrong number <laughs> police are after the wrong guy so don't worry about it Elliot no, it's fine Elijah yes the the last of the great pro- well the first of the new prophets yes almost yeah. after a long time in the third year the word of the Lord came to Elijah 
go and present yourself to Ahab, who's the king. Mm. Um, I like to think maybe that this Ahab is is an early version of Ahab from uh, my dad's croquet club. (laughs) (laughs) Elijah goes out to Mount Carmel. Uh, He meets Ahab and he goes out to Mount Carmel. And when he saw Elijah, he said to him, is that you, the trouble of Israel? Elijah says, I have not made trouble for Israel. You and your father's family have. You have abandoned the Lord's commands because these people are following another God. They're not following the Lord. They're following this guy called Baal. Yeah, it's kind of like bad God. They're following like bad Baal. Guy God. Yeah. Who are Baals? Baals are like bad guy, bad guy God. They're following the Baals. Yes. Yeah, but they don't give us a reason as to who they are. Who are the Baals? Maybe they're, they're great. But they're not, because they are the bad guy gods. Well, that's what it is. Um, Elijah said to them, this is how he proves that the Lord is real and the Baals aren't. I am the only one of the Lord's prophets left, but Baal has 450 prophets. Get two bulls for us. Let them choose one for themselves. Let them cut it into pieces, put it on wood, but not set fire to it. I will prepare the other bull and put the wood and put it on the wood, but not set fire to it. You call the name of your God, I call the name of my God, whoever's God sets the bull alight is real. So it's basically a God-off. It's a God-off. Who's going to win? Ding, ding, ding. In the red corner, God, creator of the heavens and earth, did it, built everything, built everyone, knows everything. Uh-huh. In the blue corner, Baal. Who's going to win? He cries chocolate, maybe. <laughs> he could be great. I'd like, to, I'd like to know what happened with what the ball was all about. Well, so you want to read the Holy Bible? Oh, and that's why. <laughs> that's, that's why. That's why we get to those numbers. <laughs> uh, hello there in Hong Kong. <laughs> Aloha. So they do this. They called the name of Baal from morning till noon. Oh, Baal, answer us, they shouted, but there was no response. No one answered, and they danced around the altar they had made. At noon, Elijah began to taunt them. I don't like that. Yeah, it's like being a bad winner. Yeah, you're being a bad winner. Yeah. Okay. Shout louder, he said. Surely he is a god. Perhaps he is deep in thought, or busy, or traveling. Maybe he is sleeping, or must be awakened. Being kind of an asshole, but I respect him. Then Elijah said to all the people, come to me. They came to him. Uh, He repaired the altar of the Lord that was in ruins. Uh, He arranged the wood, cut the bull into pieces, laid it on the wood, said to them, fill four large jars with water, pour it on the offering on the wood. Do it again, he said, and they did again. Do it a third time, he ordered, and they did it again. The fire ran down the altar, they filled the trench. Elijah then shouts out for the Lord. The Lord fills the whole thing with flames. Kaboom, he does it. The fire of the Lord fell and burned up the sacrifice, the wood, the stones, the soil. Also licked up the water in the trench. Elijah then commanded... Seize the prophets of Baal. Don't let them get away. They seized them, and Elijah had them brought down to the Kishon Valley and slaughtered there. So all's well that ends well. Right? Yeah. Pretty pretty rough, but uh, fair enough. Then Elijah flees to Horeb. Seems to have sex with an angel. What do you think about this bit? Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. But I guess he's a prophet, so it's like a perk. Well, he, he keeps going asleep, and every day he goes, all at once an angel touched him and said, get up and eat. Mm. Then the angel of the Lord came back a second time and touched him and said, get up and eat. The journey is too much for you. Yeah, because that's what we should say is Elijah's like uh, like a forest 
man. He's like an old man who lives in the wilderness. <laughs> he's a forest man. Yeah, he's like a, a crazy wild man. Yeah. Yeah. He's a nutcase. Yeah, so he's probably not very healthy. No. He's probably not right in the head. No, he's probably got toenails that you kind of, you see them on the tube and you're like, oh, what the fuck is that? Oh, but yeah. The, but, you can't I... st- but you can't stop looking. Because you go, well, I might never see anything this weird again. I've got to fucking focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No offense to anyone like he's that. He's that. He's that. The Lord then appears to Elijah and said, what are you doing here? And he says, I'm Love you, Lord. I love you. I got rid of the balls for you. So, what, who is Elijah? What's he up to? What's he doing? Well, Elijah was spoken to by God mm-hmm. to be a prophet. Was chosen and to kind of stand against the bad kings, right? Like Ahab is the bad guy. I think, yeah, but I think Elijah didn't mustn't mustn't have had much going on in his life because the cell from God was such a bad cell. Like basically, God talks to Elijah and says, "Leave here, turn eastward, and hide in the ravine." You will drink from the brook, and I've ordered the ravens to feed you. I mean, surely anyone would go, can you not do better than that, God? Can you, can you not just, like, can make you not, a pile of food and I'll have you, that? You, how about I just drink out of a cup? Yeah. Yeah, or sleep in a bed and not in a ravine. <laughs> it's very strange. I don't know why <laughs> you do that. It has to be ravens. So he did what the Lord had told him. It says uh, he went to the Kareth Ravine, east of Jordan, stayed there. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning. And bread and meat in the evening. So he's not even getting a varied diet. But he does perform miracles. Like yeah. all great prophets. Elijah's pretty cool with his miracles. Yeah. There's one very cool one. Tell the story. So it's spread the seeds. Paint us a picture. Curtain Go. Ri- curtain rises. <sighs> Elijah approaches the home of Zarephath. Yes. Who is a, a, a lady of ill repute, you might say. We've met a few of those in this book. This should be called the Book of uh, Book of Prostitutes. Good grief. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> so, Elijah... Imagine listening to... Having listened to this point of this podcast and then get to the point... We should have called it the Book of Prostitutes. <laughs> I think that's the point where someone will go, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> Let go of your penis, listeners. <laughs> I'm telling my, you a story. My father was right. I've ruined my life. <laughs> Just keep staring at the ceiling and listen. Uh, so, he talks to Zarephath and finds out that her son is upstairs, not north, just actually upstairs, dead as a doornail. Dead as the proverbial. Comedy podcast, so many dead kids. <laughs> this one's got a dead kid in a bed. And Bed El- kid. Bed kid. And Elijah goes upstairs, creeps into the room of the dead boy, Yeah. lays his hand on him, mm. and uh, the boy comes back to life. I don't think the boy was dead. <laughs> yeah, no, obviously not. The problem is the boy wasn't dead. Science proves he was asleep, and the mother was an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's dead. <laughs> his eyes are closed. He's not making a noise. <laughs> that you, that's your Sylvester Stallone impression, right? <laughs> it's Ray Romano. Um, so yeah, there's a there's Elijah, and then he does other stuff. Uh, Elijah went there, and who does he find? But another little prophet. Oh yeah, well like a you know, like a second to Elijah, maybe. Yeah, like a lost prophet. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, like one of the lost prophets. And I imagine he's going to be like a wildly different character, right? He's going to be Elijah and, I don't know, like what's what's this guy's name? Well, first of all, pretty sexist to assume it was a guy. Of course it's a guy, it's the Bible, mate. It's going to be two characters, probably male, they're going to meet and they're going to be very different people. And the conflict and the interesting bit from the story is really going to come flow from there, right? And, it's going to, and this story is going to be called what? Like Elijah and... His name is Elisha. Elisha. We're not making this up, listeners. Lazy. Lazy writing, isn't it, that? Elisha. 
Elijah and Elisha. I can just see them now, 2,000 years ago, going, we must make sure this can never be a podcast. <laughs> one minute mirror. This will never be a podcast. This one bit of the book has to be very difficult to just go through for people. Elijah went from there and found Elisha, who's the son of Snapchat. Yeah, he is. I mean, that's, it, that's not what it says, but the name is almost that. Well, it, it is Snapchat. His, his dad's called Snapchat. It's Snapchat. Hey, I'm Snapchat. And uh, it's pretty sad because uh, he didn't stick around for long. Is that a reference to Snapchat? It's a Snapchat joke because, like, pictures disappear on it. Oh, all right. And also children's and each of the pictures with their genitals on it. Are you on uh, Snapchat? No. I was never on Snapchat. No? All my friends were on Snapchat and I was like, this is dumb. Were you on um, Bebo? Uh, no. Were you on Habbo Hotel? Yes. <laughs> I was talking to strangers about being gay. Because <laughs> I didn't have anyone to talk to. We're learning a lot about your sexual awakening in this episode. Habbo Hotel was a big part of it. Really? Yeah. Great. It's the only way I could learn about what it's like. Well, so what's up with Habbo Hotel? Why was that so important to It wasn't important to me. It was just there was a... A community of people online who I could talk to my problems about. Ah, that's sweet. Yeah. But then I wanted to swear, but all the characters kept saying habbo instead of swear words because <laughs> they stopped you from being able to swear. I really want to habbo my friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm having strange desires to habbo all these lads. Yeah, 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 exactly. Let's hope there's no more habboing going on here. But what, between Elijah and Elisha? We should set up our own habbo hotel for fans of this podcast. Oh, what, what they call me online? A virtual Talk about world their problems. Where, where, where fans of the Bible pod can get together. That would be great. Wouldn't you love that, listeners? Yeah. An online community. But instead of Habbo, whenever they swear, it just says, Sean and Elliot read the Bible. <laughs> yeah. One word. I want to Sean and Elliot read all the caps. Bible. I want to Sean and Elliot read the Bible to Sean. <laughs> carry on. <laughs> back to the Bible. Anyway, let's stop this fun content and go back to the Bible. Uh, anyway, this is Guy Elisha. He is ploughing 12 yoke of oxen. I'm going to hope to God that's not a bestiality reference. All right. He himself was driving the 12th pair. Elijah went up to him, threw his cloak around him. That's assault. And it doesn't matter what hotel you're in, habbo or real. That's assault. Elisha then th- left his oxen and ran after Elijah. Let me kiss my father and mother goodbye, he said, and then I will come with you. I mean, fuck me. Play hard to get a little bit. Come on. God, how old is Elisha? How old is this guy? Because Elijah's an old man. But also, is that all you need? Is just put your cloak around someone and go, okay, I must immediately well, leave my family. Now. Yep. <laughs> I am yours. I am yours. We will have her all night. As is the rule of Abishag. <laughs> You've bagsied me. <laughs> bagsied. I will now write to Abishag and ask uh, for any tips for how to give hand jobs to the elderly. Uh, <laughs> this, is, this episode is a wild one. Are you having fun? Yes. I'm having fun too. Go back, Elijah replied. What have I done to you? So uh, Elisha left him and went back. He took his yoke of oxen and slaughtered them. He burnt the ploughing equipment to cook the meat and gave it to the people and they ate. Then he set out to follow Elijah. Well, I mean, that's one way to get another prophet. Just saying hello. Hi. Very good. Yes, I, will, I, will, I will destroy my family's business. It seems about right. Yeah, yeah, fine. Absolutely. So there's Elisha. Are you going to take over talking about Elisha? Sure. Elijah continues this work where he's policing all of the kings, and Elisha's kind of taken under his wing. And this is in Kings 2 now. It's now moving into Kings 2. We're going to barrel through it, listeners. So Can you the, believe it? Two books for the price of one. It's, it's one book in the olden days, and we're nothing if not old-fashioned. 
Hoes are warm. Hoes are warm. Hoes are warm. Do you think we were a pro- progressive podcast? I don't know what we are. Sometimes we are. So Elisha is taken on his wing and is shown how to be a good prophet. And then the time comes for Elijah to die in the way that everyone in the Bible dies, if they're important, which is that they're told by God that they're going to die. Yeah. So you should probably go and lie down somewhere quite nice with your <laughs> friends. Because <laughs> that's how Moses died. Yeah. That's how Aaron died. Yeah. That's how David died. Everyone's just given a bit of a heads up. It's how Joshua died. Yeah. Just said, oh, it's your time. Go and wander to somewhere, to some garden. Like a cat. Yeah. yeah. So Elijah and Elisha approach the River Jordan. Mm-hmm. And the other prophets look for Would you distance. say that's your favourite river in the Bible? Uh, I'd say I wouldn't have a favourite river because I'm not basic as. Okay. It's watched from a distance as Elijah puts down his staff in that way that every really important does. Mm-hmm. The waters part. Elijah and Elisha walk through it's amazing how often this set piece comes up in the bible it's like come on the parting of water now i'm like fucking get on with it i hope in a future book they're like let's just build a bridge <laughs> let's just build a bridge <laughs> and they make the decision to get a boat yeah right uh so then elijah goes down lies down somewhere nice and it's taken to heaven Aww. it's taken up to heaven and elisha's there to watch uh and then continues on his own miracle work Go, let's go through some of Elisha's miracles. Okay. Let's bang through them. Uh, Eli- and, I, and we're going to rate them out of 10, pros and cons. Okay? Okay. Go. Uh, Elisha goes to Jericho and is told... Chris Jericho, the wrestler? I thought we were zipping through this, mate. No time for riffing. <laughs> no time for riffing. I've got a date. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a date with a very boring man. <laughs> I mean, just lie. Just pretend you do a sport or something just to fucking kill the silence, mate. All right. So, the men of Jericho mm. approach Elisha and say, the water in this place is bad and we can't produce crops. And Elisha says, like, get me these materials, some recipes. Yeah. And it's basically like salt and some leaves. And then he basically goes to the water and spreads it around and says, hey, God, do your business. And then God says... All right, fine. And he cleans the water, and the waters of Jericho are clean once more. How's that for a miracle? Seven out of ten. That's how's that. <laughs> Wouldn't you say? It's kind of all right, right? Well, maybe a six out of ten. Yeah, it's kind it's of It's not fun. that good. He could have just made water appear out of a rock. The yeah. rock would have loved to catch up with Chris Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> Tap the rock and off he's wet. Off he's wet. Yeah. So the next bit, Elisha comes across an animal, a pair of one animal. Mm. Bears. Bears, bears. Which sort of bear? What, what definition of bear do you mean? Uh, like a bear. Like a bear. This podcast, this episode has been too gay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aware this is too gay, and I feel partly responsible for that. I don't think that's a problem. Of course, it's a problem. Why? Because we're old fashioned. Britain for the straight. <laughs> Britain for the straight. <laughs> exactly. Screams Elliot Fallows. Uh, the bear story shit when I tell that story. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> this story is called the floating axe. Wow, yeah. the floating axe, listener. So Elisha and his crew, he's got a little crew of like mini prophets. Okay, who are all probably like normal sized. Yeah. Oh, not normal sized, like uh, 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 average sized. You can be short. You can be like not. Uh, it's if you're like a mini person that's fine goodness gracious i mean i don't know if anyone listens to the podcast from that community it's fine you're welcome to 
Uh, I, that community. The, uh, They're not in... What's the place? Lilliput. Where's that? Isn't that Gulliver's Travels? <laughs> I, 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 I don't know what you're talking about, mate. I'm not, I'm not directly referencing... <clears throat> so, the, the place where they're all staying is apparently too small for all of Elisha's crew. Mm. They'll say, this is too small, it's a little doll's house. And keep in mind, it's too small for them, and they're mini-profits. <laughs> they're mini-profits. <laughs> so, they decide to go by the River Jordan again. Mm. And they say, we can go and live by here. We can get some logs and just build a new community for our little group of people to yeah. live in all the crazy little prophets yeah, yeah. go and live by a river and they, they go to the river and they start cutting down trees so they can build a community so they can build some houses yeah but as one of them does it as let's say i don't know dopey swings his axe <laughs> swings his axe the head of the axe flies off into <gasps> the water and then he's like oh no elisha my axe is broken and elisha comes over and is like all right well where Where's it at? And then uh, he goes, oh, it's over there. And then Elisha t- takes the handle of the broken axe and he points it to where the head of the axe is and the head floats up to the top of the water and comes back to the prophet. Amazing. It's not amazing. It's no. the shittest miracle. You don't think so? No. And it's rubbish. Okay. How are you ranking that out of ten? Four? Four? I mean, it's like it defies physics. Yeah. But it's pointless. Because he's, he's doing this for people who don't need to know that God exists. <laughs> like, most miracles are there to, like, prove a point. This is like... It's like something that would happen in the background of a Harry Potter film. This is... It's like... Yeah, yeah it's, it's like you just couldn't be able to go in the water and get it. Even though you don't need to, because we know you can just split the river in half. You can make the water split and then the axe head is there. You've convinced me. Shit miracle. It is a shit miracle. Uh, but now we come towards the end of this book. And this is kind of thematically where we've been going the whole time. Yeah. Where have we been going the whole time, listeners? Hmm. Where do you think? Hmm. Do you see something connecting all these bizarre stories? You know what? I'll wrap it up for you. I'll take it in a little bow. Okay. So this, along with books before, like Judges, has been showing the fall of the Israelites. Hmm. And this has kind of been highlighted massive <laughs> sorry everyone i just yawned <laughs> this, this is i just yawned everyone it's fine I'm, i'll cut it out no you won't yes i will i want to i want to keep it i want them tough, to know tough shit this has kind of been heralded with these bad kings just mm. a row of like 40 bad kings all in a row who yeah. aren't doing a good job and it means that israel in general isn't really following the lord of god the word of god no because people are constantly worshiping false idols using children as sacrifices, using slave labour, all that kind of crap still yeah. going on. Yeah. Banging each other's daughters left, right and centre, doing all the weird stuff. And the prophets... I mean, I, I wouldn't judge them as weird, but fair enough. If, that's, if you want to live in that world, then fair yeah, enough. I, I will. I'm not yep. The prophets have done the best thing they could, the best job they could, but they couldn't actually save everyone. Yeah. So Israel falls. It's taken by the Babylonians... And they burn it down, and they destroy it, and they take Israel basically hostage and take them into Babylon. They've been exiled into Babylon. Fuck! So the kingdom is no more. There is a glimmer of hope, because there's one king called Josiah who finds a missing part of the Bible and says, hey, this is great. We should have been doing this all along. (laughs) And his idea, he's like one of the kings, and it's basically his idea to 
try and be better than that. Yeah. But because the kings before had been so bad, and because only a couple before had shown faith in God, Israel's collapsed and it's gone. Israel's gone. And all of the people from Israel have been marched into Babylon, where they are awaiting, I don't know what kind of future. We'll have to find out later. Maybe it's going to be lovely. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe it's all going to be lovely. Yeah. Can't imagine so. No. So but- it's, it's, we've spent all this time... Mm-hmm. Getting to the promised land. Getting to the promised land, figuring it out, and they fucked it up. They fucked it up. They fucked it up. I think. Isn't that just life in a nutshell? I think it it is, but there's one more thing to say. Yeah. Which is that. So these are the kings, obviously following on from the point where we're told that one day we'll have a messianic king, Mm. a very important one who will save everyone. And what this book is highlighting is all of these people, from David to Josiah, aren't that guy. The point is. A son of David will come and save everyone. And all of these kings possibly think that it's meant to be them. Oh. So they're like a little bit up themselves and maybe do what they want because they think they might be the prophetic king. Isn't that crazy? Right? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, so the character who we're all kind of waiting for is again being shoehorned in, being like, "Uh, maybe somebody's going to save Israel. Yeah. A, A descendant of David. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that amazing, listeners? It's all it's all happening. I hope it was worth it. I we, hope it was worth it. We're getting there. Because we're actually I do feel like this is the first book mm. where I really feel like we've we are in the midst of it. I know exactly what's going on. I know the trajectory. Yeah. I mean I don't know what's going on, but <laughs> I, I roughly know it feels like the world is lived in. Yeah. You know? And it's we 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 obviously have skipped over certain little bits. Yeah. But basically we're saying there's like forty kings. And if you go through all of them, they're all just kind of killing each other or doing yeah. each other's wives or like cursing each other. I mean, if and then you, that's it, how they become kings. So obviously, it's not going to go well. So what do you think of that, listeners? That a whole, a whole crazy ride. A whole world we've we've entered, and a whole world yet to come. We've gone through generations. A whole world though. entered, mm-hmm. and a whole world. No, no, you shut your mouth. Yeah, you shut your warm whole mouth. Come. You shut up. You shut up. You shut up. I do you miss those jokes? No, I think the we didn't do, do any la- last episode. Yep. No, worst episode we've ever done, in my opinion. Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. You know that was the best one we've ever done. Uh, well, I don't know. Mm. Um, the key thing is we've come to the end of the Book of Kings. We certainly have met a lot of crazy characters. Yeah, had a lot of wild adventures. Yes, and that was just the teachers. Oh gosh, darn it! Thank you for listening, everyone. Hope you've enjoyed it. Yes, thank you. Hope you've enjoyed it because some of these episodes really do fucking take the stuff I get out of us, don't you think so, Elliot? Well, it's, yeah, it's because we're in some of the tougher books, and you might notice during season two that we're doing episodes with more than one book in mm. because there's a lot of like weird little ones that join in together. Yeah. So Kings is a big, vast thing that we've crammed down. But do um, send us a message if you don't understand what we're doing <laughs> just send, do send us a message and go you guys are really fucking oh, we can't keep up because we can try and change things um, what's our email uh, read the bible pod at gmail.com read the bible pod at gmail.com or send us something nice fuck me do you want to know something I learnt this week what alright so the British podcast award windows just opened yeah so we can like nominate ourselves okay but it costs a fee right and what? I don't mind telling you what the fee is everyone because it's mental right there's two tiers to it, right? Yeah. If you're a podcast that makes less than a certain amount of money, you yeah. pay £20, okay? Would you say that we are that podcast? Yes. <laughs> if you're a podcast that makes more than that, you pay £65, yeah. all right? 
what number do you think that is? If you so, it's how much money you have to make in a year as a podcast? I have no idea. One hundred thousand pounds. What is going on? <laughs> Who makes a hundred thousand pounds from a podcast? Well, a lot of them do, though. I think but I know. I know do? people who do. What are they? What are they? What are they? What are they, what are they, they have loads of advertising. I think hundred thousand pounds. Yeah, yeah. In a year for a podcast. Yeah, of course. I can. T- I'll tell you people who make that. That's mental. Yeah. If we made that, that'd be fifty thousand each. Yeah. Which is like three times what I just make at my actual job. Yeah. That's mental. That's so dumb. Yeah. I, d- I mean, I can't see how it is sustainable. But I guess if some of these people just get have loads of adverts on and they just have loads of listeners and it just accumulates. Because they're on telly and they shouldn't have podcasts if they're on telly. Well, also a lot of them aren't on telly and they just do stuff that maybe has more mainstream appeal than a couple of nobodies nah. just reading the Bible. <laughs> No, I don't think it's that. <laughs> <laughs> that genuinely has never entered your mind, has it? What? This is mental? Yeah, well, no, not that it's mental. But, I mean, this probably is a limit to how many people will get into this. No. We're going to dominate the world. <laughs> We're going to take over. We're going to get Obama to come to my flat and be on an episode of this. Obama wishes he could come on this podcast. He wishes he could come He's on gonna, this podcast. Fuck you. He's going to read that dad's porno. Basic fucking bitch. <laughs> I've never, never listened to that show. Oh, they'll, right. be, they'll be making 100k a year. Of course they will. They'll be making HBO shows, won't they? Yeah. Well, we have an HBO show. Yeah. <laughs> Ever heard of a little show called Succession? <laughs> about who's taking over this podcast and we quit, bitch. We have to quit before we go on. Fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> listeners, it is late. It is Friday. We recorded this two days ago. Good afternoon. Good, good afternoon. Yeah, have a fun weekend. Even if you started at 2 a.m., Good afternoon. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, but thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time for what will be a very weird little episode. For certain chronicles. Oh. Yep. Peace out. Bye. Peace. Sean and Elliot Read the Bible was brought to you by Sean McLaughlin and Elliot J. Fallows and Bible Court, who are great and nice. All artwork by Ryan Wickman, or music by Ms. Petrichor. And uh, this is the bit where we do something when the music stops, where we do like an extra little joke, a little secret for the people who listen to be on the credits. Yeah. Um, 